0: the Lamp Podcast. Here's your host, Jared Emsch. What's up guys? Welcome to episode 3 of Light the Lamp. We've got a lot to talk about on this episode. A lot happened this week. A lot of cool stuff. Bobcats actually played 3 games in the past couple of days. So, lots to fill you in on there. First off, I'm sure you are all wondering what happened With the Iowa State series, that was a big talking point of episode two. And on that episode, I kind of talked about how it was going to be a really tough task for the Bobcats, how they weren't going to be able to get out of that series you know, unscathed and and just be able to blow by the Cyclones. And that's exactly what happened. They had a tough time this weekend. Game one came out with a 4-2 win. I'm going to kind of go more in depth on what happened there in a moment, but game two a 2-0 loss. Bobcats handed their first loss of the season, and that makes Ohio 7-1 so far in the 2019-2020 season. Still in the top 10 rankings, though, a very hard-fought game that Iowa State just ended up capitalizing on, on a few little things that the bobcats did came out with a win there so big big weekend and then tuesday night ohio played their first away game of the season that one was at chatham if you're like myself you have no idea where the heck chatham is it is a little bit north of pittsburgh i believe and they're an ncaa division 3 team so Coach Cole Bell and I on the Ohio Hockey Coaches Show this week kind of talked about what that win meant for Ohio. They won four to three against an NCAA school, so that was definitely a big win there. So I'll get more in depth on, you know, what that means in a moment, but let's jump back to the Iowa State series. Game one, like I said, 4-2 win for the Bobcats, and it was a it was an entertaining one right off the gates in the first period, first couple of minutes. Tyler Harkins, the man of the moment yet again, scored two goals in the first five minutes. Bobcats ended up netting two more toward the end of the period to go up 4 nothing. And Iowa State in the first period, Two shots on goal, pitiful effort on offense by them, but also incredible work on defense by the Bobcats. So awesome first period for the home team there. And then second period, the problem that has reoccurred all season and and kept going this weekend. Ohio kind of fell into a slump of sorts in that second period, gave back two goals to Iowa State and... The Cyclones actually outshot Ohio 10-5 in that second period. Like I said, they scored those two goals to get back into it, and then third period was a lot of up and back play, a lot of play in the neutral zone, quite a few scrums on the boards. so not a super eventful third period. Final score there was 4-2, so Ohio got that quick lead at the beginning of the game and just it seemed kind of played park the bus style for the rest of the game just held on to their lead for the rest of that one came out with a win and and that was a big win for them because iowa state actually was the team that knocked the bobcats out of the playoffs last season uh in the spring so that was kind of a revenge game for ohio big win there then iowa state got their turn for revenge on saturday night a 2-0 win zimmerman for the Cyclones put the biscuit in the basket 10 minutes into the first period. That proved to be the game winner. Iowa State then scored, you know, kind of a, a nail in the coffin goal, if you will, with about three minutes remaining in the game. So Ohio handed their first loss. That was a tough one for them. But when I talked to Coach Bell after the game and then on the Ohio Hockey Coaches show, again, that is every Wednesday night at 7.30 p.m. on Power 105. But, This week, actually, this upcoming week, the first show in November, actually, it's going to be at 6 o'clock p.m., so remember that, 6 o'clock on Power 105, because immediately after is going to be the pregame show for the Battle of the Bricks in Peden Stadium. So tune in to the coaches' show, and then head on over to Peden Stadium and watch your Bobcats take on Miami. The Red Hawks are going to be in town. It's going to be a very, very fun night, so I can't wait for it. But Coach Bell talking about that loss, he had a lot of really positive things to say, and I I totally agree with him. I think that there were a lot of good takeaways from that game. First of all, Ohio played great. That was not a 2-0 loss where they got dominated. It was a very hard-fought up-and-back battle, and I thought if they would have played that exact way, and and Coach Bell shared my feelings, is that if if Ohio would have played the exact same way they played Saturday night against anybody else really even Robert Morris I would say they would have won the game Iowa State was just in their element Nikita Kozak the goaltender for the Cyclones absolute monster on the weekend he had a 35 save shutout on Saturday night so sometimes you just you play well and it's just not enough the other team came to play Kozak like I said was easily the star of the game. Incredible work by that young man. So a lot of good takeaways, but with that being said, Ohio really had a lot of issues controlling the puck the entire night. I I didn't see really any offensive possessions outside of power plays where they possessed the puck in the offensive zone for more than 30 or 40 seconds. You know, you can't win a game just getting maybe one shot on a possession or you know trying a couple fast breaks all night that's not going to work you just you can't so they got to they got to work on setting up their offense better and and moving the puck around especially against uh teams like Iowa State who are going to really attack on defense and be right in your face they play a very similar style of hockey as Ohio does so That's the kind of hockey that Ohio's going to see coming up. This weekend, they've got Michigan-Dearborn, one of the top teams in the country. In a few weeks, they're going to be taking on Lindenwood at home, the number one team in the ACHA. So if Ohio wants to compete in these games, and not only compete, but win, they're going to need to figure out how to possess the puck on a defense that plays their style. I I felt like you know, Iowa State came off a, a really long road trip. They had a long night on Thursday night getting into Athens, and then sort of got caught flat-footed in that first period, went down 4 nothing, and nothing to take away from Ohio. They played phenomenally in that first period, and, and we're going to get into kind of breaking down those goals because later when we get to top plays, those Harkins goals are going to be up there. They were incredible. Not a lot of goalies and defenses are going to have a chance stopping that goal, but Iowa State kind of came out flat-footed. They weren't really ready, and they needed a period to warm up. And once they did, they shut out the Bobcats for five straight periods. So Ohio's going to need to figure that out and and make sure that their offensive production doesn't go down just because another team plays their similar style of offense and, and defense, both sides of the ice. Ohio also did really well, though, on special teams. Did not give up a single power play goal all weekend. That was really, really big. So... They are continuing to dominate in special teams, and and special teams is a really important aspect of ACHA hockey because the refs call a lot of penalties in this league. So a lot of the time in games is spent a man up or a man down. So how teams react to those situations, how they play when they're a man down, how they play when they're a man up really is going to determine the outcome of any given game. So they've been doing really well in that aspect. So... Props to the Bobcats for that. But I want to kind of move on and talk about uh Chatham, what happened there. So, like I mentioned, they're an NCAA division three team. So, in the NCAA division one, that's the Ohio States, the Notre Dames, the Penn States, you know, Miami is up there, those elite hockey teams around the country. And the ACHA used to be kind of like a minor league for NCAA, even, even in division two II and three where Chatham is Division Three, The ACHA used to kind of even be a minor league to that, and they, they weren't given a chance. But players over the years have started to realize how great the ACHA is. They don't have to spend a ton of money to go to these big schools and, and play super high-level hockey. They can go to Ohio University, a great public university, about 26,000 students, I believe, in undergrad. So a, a large university, a large state university play really high level hockey and and that's the ACHA has just boomed in the past few years, decade or so. So Ohio got to play this Division 3 school came out with a win 4-3 on Chatham, big win there and and that kind of proves exactly what this trend has has been showing that the ACHA is very competitive against NCAA schools especially division 2 II and 3 schools. Now if Ohio played Ohio State or Notre Dame, one of those division 1 teams, it might not be pretty. But against these division 2 II or 3 teams, the ACHA can very well compete. So that's very encouraging to see from our point of view. Ohio went into the third period down three to one, ended up scoring three goals in the final period of play, won the game by one goal. And that was a huge part to Drew Magyar. He had two goals on the night. Sam Turner also scored a very key goal in the third period. That is his first goal of the season. I'm, I'm really glad to see his hard work payoff on the score sheet and, and I was talking to coach Bell about Sam Turner in particular He's been playing really really well as a freshman. He's a defenseman. He's very fast He's not one of the fastest players, but his his first few steps are really fast You know, he can make a quick move on a guy So he's we've seen him improve a lot He didn't play the first couple of games of the season But he's been playing a lot more this these last few games against Iowa State against Chatham and I saw him actually I was very impressed by a play he made on Saturday. Saturday night against the Cyclones. He turned the puck over about 10 feet in front of Jimmy Thomas, right in the middle of the ice, and two Cyclones immediately swarmed to the puck, got there quick. Turner hit one and then poke-checked the other and ended up clearing the puck. That was on a man-down situation. So he did make a pretty bad mistake, but great heads-up play to figure it out and and make up for his mistake, fix it quickly, and uh, minimize the amount of damage dealt to his team so I've been really impressed by his play great to see him finally get a goal so that was a big game against Chatham boys got back into Athens around 2 30 a.m that night they had optional practice on Wednesday and a, a lot of rest going on yesterday for them they're gonna need it they're playing Michigan Dearborn this weekend and I want to kind of go over what that game might be like So Dearborn is a very, very solid team. They are six and two at the moment. They're only two losses coming against Lindenwood and Indiana Tech, two very solid teams. Lindenwood, home opener, season opener, win, 3-1 against the number one team in the country. The second night, Lindenwood did come back, win two to one in overtime, but those are two extremely, extremely impressive games for Michigan-Dearborn. They also swept Concordia and Aquinas, and they're coming into Athens this weekend, both of those games on Dad's weekend, Friday and Saturday night. Make sure to come out to those games, 6.30 doors open, 7.30 puck drop, and bring your dad out. It's it's Dad's weekend after all. He should be in town hanging out with you, seeing what college life is like here in little old Athens. Take him to a hockey game. He'll enjoy it. This is gonna be a fun weekend, It only gets tougher for the Bobcats. They played Robert Morris a few weeks ago. That was a tough weekend, but they came out with two wins. They played Iowa State, who is a little bit better and had some trouble there. And now it's Michigan-Dearborn. So it's going to be a super, super exciting series of hockey games. Michigan-Dearborn, an interesting stat that I found is that they score most of their goals in the second period and sometimes into the third they rarely score in the first Ohio on the other hand we've seen score a lot of first period goals kind of lay an egg in the second period and then come back in the third and score a late goal or two so it's going to be interesting to see that kind of matchup if Michigan Dearborn has the same success in the second period that Ohio's kind of been allowing to their opponents so that's going to be a big thing to watch for this game Both games are going to come down to the wire, and I think they're going to be decided very late in the game. So those are going to be very fun ones to be at. And I also wanted to take this time. I mentioned that this weekend is Dad's weekend, and Saturday night is going to be an especially fun game. Cole Bell has come in to Ohio and, and thrown out some pretty cool ideas, and he's making one of those famous Cole Bell ideas come true this weekend. Ohio on Saturday night is wearing special uniforms. It's Hawaiian night because, you know, one of the most dad things ever is wearing Hawaiian shirts, especially on the verge of winter so it's going to be Hawaiian night first 400 fans are going to receive a lay there's going to be special menu items at the concession stands and the Bobcats are wearing special uniforms that look like Hawaiian shirts they are so cool head over to the Facebook page Instagram Twitter a picture of the jersey is on all of those social media outlets so you can take a look and that's at Ohio Bobcat Hockey on Instagram and Twitter and then just search Ohio Bobcat Hockey on Facebook as well. Take a look. They're pretty cool. And during the game, those jerseys are going to be auctioned off. So at the end of the game, if you win a jersey, you can get it straight off of the back of the player. So that's going to be super cool. Some special edition game-worn jerseys there. Fun time in Bird Arena. So you're not going to want to miss out. In these last couple of minutes, I want to wrap up by going through my top plays from this weekend, and I don't have audio for all of them because the Chatham game was away, and unfortunately, Bobcat Productions Presents Ohio Hockey does not broadcast away games yet. We're working on that, so we will keep you posted as we expand our broadcast team and kind of get better with that, but without further ado, top three plays from this weekend. Number three was that Sam Turner goal. I talked a little about it earlier. He scored a third period goal that ended up being really big for the Bobcats, helping him pull out the win against an NCAA team. He's done so well as a freshman. Great to finally see him score his first collegiate goal. Number two in the Friday night game against Iowa State, Tyler Harkins, within two minutes of puck drop, scored a sitter. A rebound off a long shot from the point. Landed right on the goal line, Tyler Harkins. Right place, right time. Check it out. Harkins and Evangelisti on the ice. This is a dangerous duo. Can't wait to see what they do tonight. Evangelisti chops it down, and Harkins finds a rebound. 1-0 Bobcats. Clearly, the bye week has paid off for the Bobcats. Yeah, they came out ready to play, and, and that time goaltender was left with no chance a shot there just fell back a lot of traffic in front of the net nobody could find the puck except for the main man Tyler Harkins and at number one oh my goodness this play was just unbelievable just a few minutes later Tyler Harkins gets a pass from Gianni Evangelisti who made a few great moves to get through three cyclone defenders got the puck to Harkins the pass was a little behind him, but Harkins scooped it up with one hand, put the puck between his legs, got around two defenders, and off balance, shot backside, bottom corner, lit the lamp. Huge goal there. Check it out. Magyar now getting harassed on the edge. Evangelisti dips and dodges through three men. Harkins, one-handed, shoots! Oh! It's oh my Tyler Harkins, unbelievable! I do not believe what my eyes are seeing right now. He is hot on the ice tonight. Unbelievable. Well, Harkins found a bouncing puck that Evangelisti just tossed through three defenders. Harkins only had one hand on the stick. One hand on the stick between the skates. That's right. Beautiful shot. Well, that's going to do it for episode three of Light the Lamp. But Make sure to come out this weekend to Bird Arena. You're going to want to see these games. They're going to be a lot of fun. And if you can't be there, remember, you can watch every home game on Bobcat Productions Presents Ohio Hockey. Go to the Facebook page. Our broadcast will go live around 7 o'clock. So there's no excuse to miss any Bobcat hockey. It's going to be an awesome weekend. You're not going to want to miss a single play. It's going to be super fun. Also remember to tune in to the Ohio Hockey Coaches Show. Again, this week it's going to be on at 6 o'clock on Power 105. And as always, I will see you back here next week for another episode of Light the Lamp. Until then, go Bobcats. For more information, you can visit ohiobobcathockey.com. You can also watch every game live on the Bobcat Productions Presents Ohio Hockey Facebook page. The broadcast goes live at 7 p.m. and puck drop is at 7:30 for every home game. You can also follow Jared on Twitter at @emshjared, and of course, remember to tune in to the next episode of Light the Lamp podcast.